Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwata and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to Swala Nyeti. This is episode 31, the beginning of the week. I am the lawyer, aka Wakili Hari Karanja. And I am the layman, Patrick Gashao. Hi, Gashao. Ah, uh, Wakili, how have you been? Very good. Lovely weekend. And oh, yours? Ah, uh, yeah. You do remember what happened last year on a day like this? No, not last year. In 2013. 2013, um, September 21st. That's uh, Westgate. Correct. Hey, mm. Wakili, your memory serves you right. So yeah. well, it was it was a significant day for our country. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I I just remember that I had a friend in Westgate. Mm-hmm. In fact, she was injured during the oh. shootout, mm-hmm. and she was, had to be wheeled out, taken to the hospital. Mm-hmm. We're happy she's alive. Oh, really. thank goodness. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, it was a very significant thing, very close to my heart. Oh, okay. Well, let's dedicate this uh, episode then. Yeah. To her. And to everyone who unfortunately lost their lives in Westgate. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, episode 31, what will we be talking about today and this week generally? This week we've been, we are going to be tackling issues I never thought I could take to court, I mm-hmm. must tell you. Mm-hmm. Wakili calls them tort. <laughs> okay, not the one you're thinking about. Yes. I was just like, hey, we are speaking about torts on Monday. Mm-hmm. Instead of on Friday, but it happened. <laughs> ah, so that's what you meant by thoughts. Yeah. Goodness me! No, I, I thought you meant short like. <laughs> 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 okay, now I'm glad you've clarified. Yeah. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. so you're going to tell us more about it. But the question that we got was, mm-hmm. can I sue my ex-girlfriend for giving me nightmares after an, after an accident? Mm-hmm. So this is the question. Three years ago, my ex-girlfriend and I were involved in an accident. I was riding my motorbike, and she was. A pylon passenger. We were heading to visit my mom, who had been, who had called me that morning and asking me to go see her. The accident happened because my girlfriend kept nagging me and saying bad things about my mother. She claimed I was a mama's boy and not a man. This made me angry, and as I turned to tell her to shut up, a lorry swerved in our lane and I crashed into it. Luckily, none of us were injured except for a few scratches, but my motorbike was a write-off. After that day, she broke up with me, but the accident left me stressed. I keep waking up at night having nightmares. I can no longer eat well and or focus on my job. I think she should pay for what she did to me. Are there any options in law? All right. Wow, a lot to take in there, but let's see if I can summarize what I've just heard. So we have uh, the person who's written in, in to us who tells us that three years ago, him and his girlfriend were involved in an accident. And mm-hmm. as he states it, the accident happened because she was distracting him with uh, unflattering things she was telling him about his mother. And the accident resulted in the motorcycle getting damaged, but they were okay. However, he still experiences some nightmares to date and psychological issues. <laughs> And he wants to know whether he has any recourse in law. Yes, yes. And mm. this man is uh, suffering from severe heartbreak. <laughs> I don't think it's diagnosed yet. But <laughs> <laughs> seems he can't work. He, I don't know whether he's even eating. It's been three years. Three years of torture, torment, mm. and nightmares. Mm. Can the Lord do anything for this poor man? Okay, so uh, 
well, I don't think there is any recourse in heartbreak, but <laughs> maybe it's important to see whether there is any tort committed. So actually, what is tort? Yeah, maybe that's a good place yeah. to start. Yeah. Uh, now, tort generally are civil wrongs which are committed against a person and result in some form of injury. Civil wrongs committed against a person. Did you say that? And yes. And, and result in some injury. Yes. And why I say civil is because you are you are distinguishing it from a criminal wrong. So in a civil wrong, it is essentially you versus the person. What it seems that this gentleman is asking is whether there is a civil wrong which was committed against him. And the civil wrong I think he's looking at is one for emotional distress. Yeah, this man is... <laughs> <laughs> the emotional the, distress before we go very far into looking at emotional distress the first thing we have to establish is whether what happened fits within the definition of a tort and to do this we have to establish whether the four ingredients of a tort have been met okay now i have picked my pen go on four <laughs> four ingredients okay so the the first is whether there existed a duty of care duty of care yeah he cared for his girlfriend <laughs> remember this is as against the girlfriend so whether oh. the girlfriend had a duty of care to him and generally the, the girlfriend did not care <laughs> generally we have a duty of care not to cause harm to everyone else so okay. usually that's you know that's a position okay of course the second one is whether there was a breach of this duty of care breach of this duty yes if you talk about a man's mother mm. likely mm. you are breaching the duty of care <laughs> Uh the third one is whether any damage resulted because of this breach. Okay, damage, which means the man has not been sleeping for 3 years. <laughs> and lastly, whether the whatever actions this person took, it's a cause, approximate cause mm -hmm. of the damage that resulted. So, okay, now I am confused. In English is the issue here. Just Put it, uh, proximate put means close. W what we're talking about here is whether you can draw a line between mm -hmm. what the person did mm -hmm. and the damage that resulted, even if it's not direct, if it's close enough. So, and here by actions, you are looking at the actions of the girlfriend. So yes, so we would say whether her words, okay, or her actions, and leaving him. Yes, are there's there's a line you can draw from that until any emotional. Mm. distresses up. So these are generally okay. the four ingredients of tort. But okay. before you can even bring a claim in tort, mm -hmm. there is something else which is important to bring um, our listeners' attention to. Hey, law, law is like onions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you peel one layer and there's another one. It's just, it's just making you cry. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, when it comes to bringing an action in tort, there's a statutory limitation mm -hmm. that prevents you from bringing an action in tort if the action happened more than three years ago. Uh, so, okay. So, so, so but, yes. But what if you have been suffering for the three years? <laughs> so, no, it's the question is when do you bring it to court? Should not have, three years should not have elapsed. Three years ordinarily should not have elapsed before you bring the action um, in, in tort to okay. court. Okay. So in this case we have uh, the gentleman talking about three years already, three years yeah, ago, something yeah. happened, but yeah. there is still some hope. Okay. And to explain what the hope is, there, there's, I told you, in, for law, every rule, there's an mm, exception. Yeah, however, let's <laughs> go to the however. <laughs> the however, yes. the however in this case, is there are some categories of tort where the court can allow an action to be brought even after the three years. 
So these are torts which where there was negligence or torts of nuisance or tort of breach of duty. Nuisance, breach of duty, negligence. negligence. Okay. Let's go back and see what it is that he is claiming against. Okay. The girlfriend, he might be able to bring a tort under the negligence claim. And negligence claim here will need him to show a tort of emotional distress. For emotional distress under negligence, mm-hmm. the two things which any court will look at, apart from those ingredients I've mentioned to you, or included in those ingredients I've mentioned to you, they look at whether there was emotional injury, whether there's proof that there was emotional injury. So we go back to your claim of mm-hmm. um, what is the emotional injury here? Is it a heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Or is there actual stress. emotional injury? There's stress. You know, stress. stress. Nightmares. <laughs> lack of focus so many. F- for him to validly prove this claim he would require an expert opinion okay. or he would require probably to have a psychological report mm-hmm. showing that he has suffered this emotional injury okay okay so it can't be a mere claim that mm-hmm. hey i'm not sleeping okay it could be not sleeping for many other reasons wow well, hey man so that's the first thing mm-hmm. so the second thing is that there has to, he has to show that this emotional injury resulted from the actions of the person he is claiming against in this case his ex-girlfriend that, that one we know well uh <laughs> he he might be able to come and show that he suffered these things but maybe he you know he really loved his motorbike and it's that which caused him distress or maybe it's oh, no, it's, it's the girl or <laughs> Or maybe it's the COVID-19 situation no, no, which is no. causing him stress. It's, for three years, the man has not been sleeping. <laughs> In fact, I think the court should just rule that they get back together. It's <laughs> the heartbreak. Okay. So for him to show that there was a cause, I mean that the girlfriend caused the injury. Wakili, let me stop you. In an accident where no one is harmed, mm. hurt, mm. no broken anything, or how do you therefore show the same accident resulted into the emotional distress okay so just to give you an example because we don't know how exactly the accident took place if you are a pedestrian mm-hmm. and you, you are narrowly missed by a motor vehicle yes. which goes on to crash somewhere else mm-hmm. you could experience trauma yeah just because of that even yeah. though you are never injured even though it missed you okay you spend sleepless nights thinking yeah. about how close you are then you are afraid of crossing roads exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so that's the kind of emotional injury we're uh-huh. talking about so if first he can prove that he had emotional injury and secondly that this emotional injury was directly related to that experience mm-hmm. now here is where it becomes a bit tricky mm-hmm. because remember we said that there has to be negligence on the part of the person he's claiming against Yes so the question will be were her words or her actions so negligent as to cause the accident Yeah the answer is yes <laughs> 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 Now let me ask you Gashaw because you, you you ride motorbikes Yes okay When you're riding a motorbike are you supposed to turn your head back while you're riding the motorbike uh, Or are you told that you keep your eyes forward at all times You know you, you ride the motorbike with with the head you have to be very careful you have no right of way in Kenya mm. people just kill you if they want but my point is 
Are you saying that because he turned to tell her to shut up? Maybe I'd ask you would you turn? Mm, I don't know how else to tell her to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might do better by stopping the motorcycle. Yeah, okay, fair. And point. asking her. So 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 it might be that the girl actually has a better claim for negligence than than, than this gentleman if she suffered emotional or other type of injury. No, how she moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so you think because he turned to say sorry and he I mean to to ask her to keep quiet I didn't see the the lorry swerving, he might have been negligent. Like I said, if he had a duty of care and as a rider of a motorcycle carrying a passenger i believe there's a duty of care towards your passenger yeah he breached that duty of care instead of focusing on the road he was focusing on telling her to shut up she suffered damage as a result now this is a question which is up in the air mm-hmm. and damage in this case we said could be emotional injury yeah and there is a direct link between that emotional injury and his actions then he would be the one who would be liable under a civil wrong or under an action in tort. Wow. I hope now this one gives him back his sleep. And he knows he's the one who is going to get sued instead of her. Wow. Just to let you know, I have seen border border drivers talking to their passenger even with actions on the road. I don't know if they know they have a duty of care. They talk to you and they carry you for one hour. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next time I get on to a border border I'll tell them you have a duty of care look <laughs> keep your eyes on the road <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you very much wakili and thank you for everyone listening in for episode 31 tomorrow we have a very interesting question which is can i sue someone who defamed me on a whatsapp status on a whatsapp status if you want the answer to that question see you tomorrow and from me goodbye goodbye you have been listening to swala nyeti Special thanks to our layman Gashal Patrick and our lawyer Harry Karanja. If you have a legal question that you want answered, send us a WhatsApp message on 0708311222 or email us at admin@swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website www.swalanyeti.org.